My name's Kendra Houseman from Out of the Shadows, and you're about to listen to a series of interviews that took place over nine months. I want to know what life would be like for a child that had been through domestic abuse, parental mental health, poverty, and exploitation, to name a few. What would happen if we created a team, an army almost, to support that child? 28 people were interviewed, all with the same question in mind. What could have been different for child B? You're about to listen to Blondie's People. So follow us on our journey where I will speak to everyone from George the Poet to some of my good friends as we discover what it takes to become one of Blondie's people. Within these episodes, you will find answers, you will find guidance, and most of all, you will find an insight to a world that many do not know. There's a trigger warning for some of these episodes, and some of them are not child-friendly. We're going to talk about things that are very, very raw and real. So kick back and get ready for a journey, a journey you will not forget. Welcome to Blondie's People. My name's Kendra Houseman, and these interviews are for Blondie's People. People that I admire now as an adult, but if they'd been there for Blondie as a child, they could have made a difference. I have loved every single time I've got to say that line and introduce somebody, and I say to them, who are you and what are you doing here? There was a few people I couldn't go in that aggressive, so I had to be like nice and be like, who are you and what are you doing here? The first person I ever said that line to, or along them lines to, was Naomi Donald, who was my first ever Blondie's People, so please make sure you go and watch that. And I didn't know how the interview was going to go, we didn't prepare it, but we spoke about DV and relationships, and I knew from then that I'd got it right, I knew what I needed to do. But the nerves in that first video, if you ever watch it, were, were very real, I, I felt scared, I didn't know what to do. And the last interview I ever had, which was hopefully the one you've watched with um, Carl Infirming, I was rubbish. So just know this, I didn't recall to the first 20 minutes. I had to, we had to start again. I'd lost my nerve. And that kind of represents the journey of Blondie's people. So why did I do it? Well, how have you felt watching the videos? Have you laughed? Have you cried? Have you been angry? Have you been empowered? Um, you know, for me, Lady Unchained, when she's talking about um, speaking to her therapist and she's like, Karen, you can tell me, I'm a bipolar. If you watch my reaction, it had me in hysterics, you know, as a proper belly laugh. And I had that as well, uh, Gemma Aitchison, when she says that she, um, the best part of her wedding was the wedding cake, like proper. Uh, and there's also been times that it's made me quite angry speaking to Rachel Bell about um, Pornhub and Sally Jackson. The, you know, lots of emotions. I've come away from a few of my interviews empowered, ready to go. So if I said to you, who was talking and you was nodding along going, who is it for you? Maybe Debbie Sells? I brought all these different people together for a reason, okay? So first of all, I wanted people to feel it. I want you to feel each person that I brought there and get their different bits. Maybe you watch someone's like, nah, I'm not feeling that one. Maybe you watch someone's like, whoa, I never even knew this kind of person was out there. And the reason I want you to do that is I want to bring you back to what I'm talking about, Blondie's people, okay? Now, I recorded a video before this, and I was gonna do it in one take. It was always the plan. But I was too emotional. <laughs> I know it sounds mental, but the emotion that come with talking for the first time probably wouldn't be the best video to put out there. Blondie. Hopefully, a picture's gonna appear of her, one of these sides, if I've worked out how to do it. In the picture that you're seeing, or the picture that I put with this video, you'll see a 14-year-old child. And that child in that picture, she hasn't been to school in nine months and 
She hasn't seen a professional for five months. She just runs away when anyone comes. Um, at the end of this photo, after the next day, um, she went through a very traumatic event, but that wasn't the most traumatic at all. That wasn't the first time it happened. And she was failed by lots of people, but most importantly, lots of options, lots of options were taken away from her because of what she went through. So by not going to school, by not doing this, not doing that, it, it, it made it hindered her life, you know, in future years. The worst thing about Blondie, and I want you to look at her. No, 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 no. Look at her. Yeah. They blamed her. They, we, society, we blamed her. And she was asked questions like, why did she put herself in these situations? Why did she keep going back to these places? And I still hear that language now to young people. Blondie was blamed for her own abuse and exploitation all the time. And when they couldn't blame her, they would then went and blamed her mum. So, for Blondie, I'd like to say that it wasn't her mum's fault that she was abused and exploited. And it surely wasn't Blondie's fault. It was the abusers and exploiters fault. And we need to stop laying the blame anywhere else but there. Let me make that very clear. Oof. Yeah. The first time I tried to do that on video, there were lots of tears. Blondie didn't deserve anything that she went through. And I don't care people out there saying, oh, young people make these choices. Just know that anything she'd done that, that did offend people or hurt people, there's a whole backstory of how that come around. So what I thought was, is I can't save Blondie. I can't do anything for her. But what I done wrongly is I hid her. I hid her from the world for a long time and I definitely hid her story. And I was a little bit ashamed of her. And I'm sorry, because I'm sorry for all the Blondies out there, boys and girls, who not only society to blaming them, they're blaming themselves. So for any young person's ever watched any of the videos or I don't know, it feels like they're to blame because somebody's told you, why have you put yourself, why'd you go there? Why do, why are you hang around with them? It's not your fault. You haven't asked to be exploited. No one gets up and wants to be exploited. You know what I'm saying? So I created Blondie's people as a safety net and I brought me together all these people. Now, by bringing all these people together, it actually opened up St. Kells for me. I opened up like a platform to display people that might not have been displayed before. Yes, of course, George the Poet. No, do you know what I mean? He's got his own platform. Please say you saw that interview. Watch my face when he comes on the screen. I'm like, I'm so happy. But you know, there's other people like Luke who, who may not have had that platform before and his voice needed to be heard. Uh, Giselle, like people needed to hear what this woman has got to say about the work that she's doing. So even though it was a very personal journey in the beginning about creating something for, for Blondie, I ended up bringing together all these people and it's mental, the network it's created. So, mama didn't raise no fool. Let me tell you that one. Blondie's people, even though it's been a bunch of videos to get you interested, it's a concept, okay? So it's based on um, free theories, attachment, com complex theory, and contextual safeguarding, okay? Now, these kind of panels have been tried before, and I'm talking about panels that are used for young people, and they're put around the child, a team around the child, 
to try and support them. But if, this is why it's gone wrong. It usually coming from one place. It's usually coming from one company or I don't know, like one trust or something like that, yeah? No one person has got the answer of how to help a young person involve gangs, exploitation and abuse. No one person. I don't care what they tell you, what they put on their funding, it's a lie. They haven't got it. And really, most of these panels that are around young people, well, I've done my research. I have a look at the people I've been talking to. I haven't plucked this out of the air, okay? Most of the teams around these young people will consist of early help, housing, police, and then usually one statutory or one agency that deals with gangs exploitation. It doesn't work. It's not working. Like, if you think it's working, then why is there more blondies? So what about this? What about if every area had 25 people, 20 people, okay, from all backgrounds? Now, look what I've included social workers, doctors, I've included the top of contextual safeguarding, I've included male mental health, support around prisons, understanding feminism, understanding the sexualization of children, I've brought survivors, I've brought very recent gang members. And all of these people that I've brought are saying the same thing. They've never met, half of them have never met. They're saying it's not good enough, there's not enough being done. And everyone that I've ever brought in the videos wants to make a change. There's not one person I interviewed that didn't say the same thing after the camera stopped rolling. You know, this isn't good enough. I want to make a change. I want to do this. So if we create a panel, an arms panel of 20 people from all over the area of where you live, and when a young person is presented to us at the highest level, we can then bespoke the people that go around that child. So for Blondie, I thought I keep saying Blondie, I don't think I want to make her separate anymore. So for me, as Blondie, the people that I've shown you are all the people at different points over 18 months, that's how I've done it, a map, would have helped me. So people like Rebecca Atwood talking to me and telling me that I wasn't stupid and, un and explaining SEM would have had a massive um, impact. Simon Harding, somebody who really understood county lines, but not just county lines, the, the concept of a gang. There's no doubt that if he'd been around me, life would have been completely different. And then you've got things like um, Jenny from Bareface Theatre, who have, would have put them things that are in me. You know, Lady Unchained, we talk about um, the power of writing poetry. That was all taken away from me. So if I had had the 25 people, whatever many people I've interviewed, around me over the course of 18 months, <sighs> my life would have been very, very different. And I'm grateful for the life that I had. But I weren't grateful when I was there and I never want anyone else to go through that. So of course you can't have George the Poet on tap. But you can expose our young people to that very positive spoken words because trust me, three or four kids a week I introduce that to. Uh, it's good for their mental health, it calms them down. You definitely want to have some sort of church influence. No, it's not for me. But there's lots of kids that do want that. If you look through the different videos, yeah, and take the emotion out of it and just listen, you will see that there's a message there in every single video. And that is, is that that person, the individual can offer something to Blondie because the interviews were always for Blondie. So I'm saying, nick my plan if that's what you want to do. I don't even care, but let's try it. Instead of it being housing, early help, da, 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 it's not working. There isn't one trust that can do it. Why don't we have me, like people like me in every area and we oversee it and we bring together these people and put them around the child. They won't have all 25 people at once. You're hearing me. You'll have 20 to choose from. You'll get the child 
but it won't be limited. They won't have to be statutory services. So if they need to speak to quite a recent ex-gang member who's out of it and is bricklaying, yeah, sweating, yeah, but John saying is earning a living, that's who that young person might need for five weeks. They might want to speak to somebody from the church. They might want to speak to somebody at university level. Let's, let's, do, let's try. Let's try it. That's all I ask. And that's why I make these videos. <sighs> Mama didn't raise no fool, but I can't make people listen to me. I refuse to sit back and watch the exploitation and abuse of children. And anyone that does, in my personal opinion, you're as bad as the people doing it. And I refuse to carry on living in a world where my daughter walks the streets and these things take place. Blondie, Blondie was failed, but there's no point pointing fingers anymore or blaming. What, what's the point? There's enough people at the top blaming us. So why don't we come together? I keep saying the same thing. It takes a village to raise a child. And I really believe that. But there's also another proverb I'm going to get wrong. But the concept is that if the village doesn't raise the child, the child will burn down the village to get themselves noticed. That's what Blondie was doing. I spoke out lots of times about what was going on. I never said, hello, I'm being exploited. I spoke out in other ways. I was the smelly kid. I was the kid that you didn't want in your classroom. You've done that and you had to send out. I was a kid you wouldn't let your, your child play with. I was a kid who stole the church money. Did I really deserve to be ignored? Did I really deserve not to have my voice heard? No, I did not. Did I deserve to then sort of be blamed for everything that was happening to me? Absolutely not. So let's not continue it. But... I don't need to be angry about it no more because Blondie's got her people because even though she couldn't be saved then, the people that I've showed you in the video and others that couldn't be in videos, they helped Blondie in this journey and they've helped me now. So I want to say thank you to everyone that took part because it's like therapy, mad, but it's like therapy. I feel lighter. I feel, I feel like Blondie's all right. In fact, I don't feel like she's separate. I think she's here and it's okay. So contextual safeguarding is what Blondie's people is based on. With a bit of attachment and complex theory shut in. So what are you going to do? You know, what's the next step? Let's do it. Let's try it out. Or we just let the videos just sit on Twitter and I'll replay, replay them once a week so I can watch me interview Jules with Chloe. <laughs> but thank you. And um, for the last time ever, laters. Waste is something that I was never sent to be The future holds days that I was never meant to see What I'm trying to say is that I'll be dead eventually And memories will be the only evidence of me 
Now that makes you everyone else's best attempt to see exactly who I was. That means you're testament to me. You might not have the same features or complexion as me, but you are by far the best reflection of me. I promise. Do you know why? I love the friendship we struck up. It's funny how it snuck up. Funny how it's stupid when everyone else is stuck up. I love it when we buck up. Laugh at every muck up You're behind every ounce of courage that I can pluck up Cause you know me when I'm that guy Love me when I'm broke up Help me when I'm racking my brains Trying to get my luck up Look, I need you I could never decide to just go and move And if you feel the same way Then it's time to show and prove Cause Whether it's making this money or spitting fire in the booth My number one goal is inspiring the youth Please don't let this life make you cold Look, you're far too young You're never way too old to love I was given this world, I didn't make it But I can make it better How does a legacy last after they forget us? Just make sure that your love is the greatest ever Take this weather The rain germinates the seed and the sun comes out And in turn it makes the leaves grow But it's the gardener's job to terminate the weeds though Everything's gonna be fine, just breathe slow You give me the strength to reject the things I'm supposed to decline Put me on such a high as close to the vine So whenever I'm with you I find myself smiling For no particular reason most of the time Cause whenever I'm with you I find myself smiling For no particular reason most of the time Put me on such a high as close to the vine for nothing. Listen. Your love is my love and my love is your love. It will take an eternity to break us and the chains of our start Say none of them. Peek if I forget you.